0: You're listening to an Encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is We the People for Friday night, the 23rd of February 2024. And oh, what a beautiful, gorgeous day out there. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're talking about how you can get involved to make a difference. And on this show, we bring you people from the community, whether they are politically active or whether they are just active entrepreneurs trying to make a difference. We want to bring you those stories because it's all about you getting out and getting involved. And our uh, guest tonight, see, I still stumbled there, uh, Catherine DeLaterante. Okay. Is it? And uh, she is in tonight. We're going to come back and talk to her in just a second. So what is she here to talk about? She is a flower farmer in rural central Texas. And she is going to be talking about flowers. Well, that's an interesting one for the spring. And we're going to talk about how you can make a, people's, a difference in people's lives just by being an entrepreneur. And we're also going to be talking about what is going on. Everybody was not able to make their phone calls and solar flares. And, oh, what is going on? I had, listen, this is what everybody's been asking me about, folks. But uh, we also had the Kanban got approved this week. Uh, We've got all sorts of stuff going on. Buckys is coming to town. Oh Lord, uh, can we have another Buckys? This is Texas. You can never have enough Buckys, I guess. As a reminder, the views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA, the governing board. We're going to be right back with you. back with you here in the KCSM studio and I have this smiling young lady over here that uh, I guess because I got her name right but she's got the she has got the cap on and it's got the flowers in the pickup truck and Catherine let's tell everybody a little bit about your story I mean you gave me a lot on the phone she called me up the one day and said I don't know who I need to talk to or how we're going to do this but I just have a feeling that I can connect with you guys, and sure enough, it was. I mean, that was basically the conversation, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think I just bombarded you with flowers and the life of the farm.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. We, we can use some flowers in here, definitely. Right, right, right. But, right. Uh, uh, it always helps. You're right. Um, so you are young. You're yep. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I am. And you are... Tell us about, this is, your farm is down in Luling, Texas, yes. just down uh-huh. the road from mm-hmm. us here. Yep. And tell us about why flowers, what, you know, what is going on? Why is Luling such a great place to be growing flowers right, right? now? You yeah, know, yeah, folks, sure. can, we can get them from all around the country. We can get them from overseas. Yep. We can get them from Mexico.
1: Yep. Why do we want to get the flowers here local? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, why do we want to get local flowers? So um, I think part of it is we are very conditioned to a grocery store style flower, um, and we're just that's what we see. We think it's beautiful. Until you see something grown on our own Texas soil, Um, about 8 billion stems are shipped into the U.S. every year. Um, And a lot of these flowers are very chemical treated. So imported flowers have chemicals on them that the U.S. will not even allow to be used here. Um, So these are saturated in chemicals. So when we grow things on our farm, um, they are as natural as we can try to make them. um, With keeping bud control down and a disease and keeping healthy flowers, Um, but they are not the kind of flowers you buy from the grocery store. Um, And yeah, so why is it best in Luling, Texas? It's because it's where I live, Um, and flowers is kind of born into my blood and my history of my family. My grandmother was into flowers, my mom, and it's generationally passed down to me.
0: And your mommy here is in the studio. If you do want to do a quick shout out to her here,
1: (laughs) She's here. She is totally supporting me and she's behind everything that I've done and pushed me to get past the negative things that happen in the world of farming. So flowers.
0: Okay. Is it year-round? Do you have seasonal? Do you do you have to have certain ones that survive better? Water. What yeah, about all yeah. of these things, I mean, that yeah. you think about being here in Central Texas?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. So, um, you know, we live in a place that is um, very much prone to drought. Um, water is definitely difficult. Um, and with that comes issues with bug control. We have major grasshopper infestations at the farm. Um, so it's one of those things where you ask yourself, why? Why do I do this, right? Um, there's a lot of scary things that can happen. And um, nature has that thing that's you know, it doesn't always, not always the same. We have drought, we have flooding. Um, and But when you realize the impact that flowers have on people, And that we need to see beautiful creation in front of our eyes. When you see people's faces light up, you know this is the reason that we need to keep growing flowers, having local flowers, um, despite the struggles that there are.
0: Well, the, one of the reasons that you wanted to come on tonight was to talk about the market at the farm, May 10th through the 11th. It's coming up here, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., so you've got five hours. And it's in the late afternoon in May, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, uh, and you can go and harvest your own flowers. We're going to be having uh, you're having live music, food, coffee, trade art trades artists, petting zoo, games for the kids, and this is going to be at the Sunny Hill Flower Farm in Luling, Texas, three nine nine Pasture Road. Free admission, but five dollars parking.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs>
0: well, you know, uh, hey, bring the family. Yeah, pack that's that what car it's, up. <laughs> that, that's the way we used to get in at the uh, you, you know anywhere you'd go. You'd pack as many people. as as you could in. Nowadays, it's just as many cars as you can get into a lot. Um, And so this is a one of a kind. Uh, You can come out and see the farm and find out about how to do this. And Bring the kids, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. This is a very family-focused, um, family-centric event. Um, it's a very family-friendly environment. And that's what we want to support. We want to support your kids getting in nature um, and understanding and seeing plants and getting in touch with them. That's why we want the U-Cut. We want people to be able to touch the flowers, to get involved. Um, and a lot of what I want to bring in vendor-wise is we want to bring in a lot of trades. so Your kids can view trades. Um, I think it's really important that we know how things are made, that we know how how, you know, when we see pottery and when we see blacksmith and woodworking, it's really incredible. And I want to promote that in kids' lives.
0: And it's something that that's an alternative, Yeah, you know, for the kids to to find a trade. And I think that we're starting to get back to that Mm -hmm. in the school. Mm -hmm. I think we're starting to get back, and especially in the rural communities, it's always been there. I mean, you know, you've got the FFA, right? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I know my daughter was, just did a about take when she was a senior and got into FFA and got into welding.
1: Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she
0: said okay I'm going to be a welder
1: yeah and
0: went off a whole different direction than I think that she was originally headed
1: yeah yeah it's definitely a neat experience when um, people get to come especially if you have friends if you have family you know it doesn't matter um, but just getting that experience so we have live music we're gonna have bands playing the whole time and that just of course gives an aesthetic that's Unparalleled, right? I mean, you're in the sunshine, you're cutting your own bouquet and you have live music and you have just happy people all around you is so incredible. And so we hosted our first event um, in July of last year, which of course was so hot <laughs> and dry. I don't know what prompted mm-hmm. me to do that. Um, but everybody, you've kept, got to start yeah, somewhere. You, have to do, you really do. You do. And everybody kept coming up to me and they said, the vibe here is so incredible. And I've never felt this basically before, mm-hmm. um, which is something that's um, super special. And I think that's what prompted me to do it a second time because I saw the impact that it had on other people
0: so this is interesting to me in that uh, so how many acres do you have
1: yeah yeah for sure so the farm is set on 42 acres um, but of course we don't have 42 acres of flowers um, flower farming is what you would call micro farming so you're able to squish a lot of flowers into a little space um so we are definitely under half an acre for sure
0: so now your water comes from well. uh, <laughs> from the well mm-hmm. okay yeah. so you're on which aquifer are you on down there
1: i have uh, no idea I have
0: no idea <laughs> It's not. It's not the Edwards, but it's down there at uh, Creosol yeah. Springs. Oh Lord, um,
1: we're right on the Plum Creek. That's all yes, I, know. <laughs> I
0: love it. So yeah, an historic yeah. Plum Creek. Yeah, and uh, how long's the farm been in the family? Then?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, of course, the history of flowers been in the family for forever, right? Um, but my farm specifically has been around for about four years. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And
0: so you've got this lovely area, 40 acres. You've got part of that you're using just for the uh, yeah. for the flowers. Yeah. And how long did it take you to develop this? To yeah, Because, sure. okay, I'm going to plant some flowers, and everybody's <laughs> yeah, going to run mean? to my door. Right. That doesn't work that way. No. So how did you start to... You know, you've got to come up with a as an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have absolutely. some kind of a way of getting them to the market. You've yep. got to have a distribution network. You've yeah. got to have wholesalers. You've got how how did yeah. you go in ahead and start figuring all of these things out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think an encouragement to anyone who is an entrepreneur or wants to be um, is you have to try a lot of things to know what will take. Right. Um, so you know, I've tried supplying floors, but some don't understand that a local grown flower is a totally different flower than your grocery store wholesale chemical treated flower right so maybe that wasn't my market but um when i started I started my first year by just understanding how to grow flowers. Was this even going to work, right? Right. Um, So just getting those in the ground. And once it did, I thought, well, this is it, right? Um, So I think what is really key is community, right? Getting in touch with people who know people, who know people, right? Um, And so one of my big things is I thought, well, how else am I going to do this? I didn't have social media, I wasn't gonna do that. Um, And so I went door to door. I knocked on every single door I could find downtown and I would bring in my flowers i say, Do you want to buy my flowers? I'm a local farm. And then it came into weekly customers. So, Mm. yeah.
0: And so they, they would come back. and yeah. So you would have different uh, varieties at different times mm-hmm. of the year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, did you try to have, like, Texas native flowers or what? I mean, how do you yeah, kind of make sure. that mix mm-hmm. for, okay, you know, roses may or may not work, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, certain flowers that, you know, they're growing up in the Indian uh, Mountains, mm-hmm. you know, are not going to work here. Yeah. How did you figure out, you know, I'm sure, it was trial and error stuff was okay this died out and that's not gonna <laughs> right.
1: work yeah yeah for sure so I do have a couple of Texas native flowers um, but I focus a lot on making sure I have hardy flowers so a lot of you know there's a ton of variety within the zinnia family um, and so I focus a lot on that on sunflowers marigolds cosmos everything that's super hardy. Um, and then I play around with a lot more delicate flowers but I think um, we sometimes a lot of Texans will go well we just can't do that here because you know we're in this drought dried out hot broiling state (laughs) but um, what i have been trying to focus on is understanding the seasons right Um, so sometimes we can embrace that a little bit of a colder season for us it's cold but sometimes for these flowers um, that's kind of what they need to survive and it's okay um, so I think understanding your seasons and what the flower and the plant needs for its life and its nutrients for sure.
0: So do you ever have that time when you've got all the flowers out there and all of a sudden it just oh we have one of those hailstorms that comes through mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. just sit there and you just <laughs> you just cry
1: yes. I have that all the time. So um, one of my things my first year was, you know, I just adored these flowers, of course, and I had nurtured them. Um, and we had a great rainstorm. Praise the Lord, right? So it rained a ton. Um, and I, But I stepped out there and all of a sudden I start to look around and my bushes and plants had been so great that they were so huge, but they started splitting um, mm-hmm. because of the wind. And because we kind of are, the land is raised up, we do get quite a bit of wind. Um, and so that was something super devastating. So I cut buckets and my family got out there with me. Of course, I'm like in tragedy mode, right? Um, so we filled up these buckets yeah. and we brought them to a coffee shop and we gave them away. But it is one of those things where you have to go through those hard seasons. Yeah.
0: Well, and and that's the whole thing is with farming that yeah. people don't realize yeah. is it's, you know, living on the land and you are... It's amazing to me that here you are in a new generation of farming, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, you are, uh, can I, can we tell everybody on the air how old you are? (laughs) I am 20. see? And, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, four years she's been doing this, folks. So that tells you a lot about where this comes from. (laughs) And she is, this is a new generation of farmers that is looking for sustainability, that's looking for how do we do something here locally, Yes,
1: absolutely. Of course. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of things built only through community and we've lost some of that. Um, and I think that, um, the older generation does know a lot about that and connecting with people. Um, yeah.
0: I like that. Let's let's we're going to take a quick station ID break. We're going to come back, and I want to talk about building community, and I want to talk about learning from the older generation, and uh, we want to talk a little bit more about your story here. I, I've got some uh, some neat little uh, quotes that you gave here that I'd like to bring up to everyone. But you are listening right now to uh, uh, We the People here on Friday night, the twenty third of February, twenty twenty four. This is Rob Burke, your host, with you every Friday night from seven until. Eight o'clock, and uh, just wanted to mention. I'm going to go over after we're done tonight. Uh, Marcus Morales. We've been playing some of his songs. He is here in town over at the uh, Zealix. I'm going to go check him out in a little bit here. He's been sending us in music, and uh, we've got a lot of folks have been sending us in music. But you know, if you've got ideas for shows. If you've got feedback, I just got one a little bit. They were asking us about our uh, uh, wonderful world that we do every uh, Tuesday uh, morning and was wanting to know about some of the shows. Send us a message, KZSM, at gmail.com. We're gonna be right back with you here. Take a quick station ID break. And this is KZSM LPFM 104.1, San Marcos, Texas, 78666. 6 6. And again, the views expressed on this show those of the host, the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or LP KZSM or SMTX CRA, the uh, the governing board. Boy, I'll tell you what, you get me out in the sun today and away from this place, and I'm just I'm um, I'm losing my you know, my whole train of thought. Don't ask me why. We'll be right back with you. The sun shining, birds
2: are singing, and all feels right in the world
3: until the season changes and suddenly everything seems darker, less lively, and you lose your motivation to get out of bed.
2: If you struggle with depression, you're not alone. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, and no matter the time of year, it may affect your behavioral or physical ability to live a happy life. At the
3: American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you're going through, and we're here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all, because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental wellness.
2: If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. The Rotary Club of San Marcos hosts a casino night fundraiser on Friday, March 1st at 7 p.m. The event will be held at the Commemorative Air Force Museum at the San Marcos Airport. The museum houses a collection of World War II aircraft that are still airworthy. Tickets are $50 each, and 75% of profits will be donated to CASA of Central Texas. Remaining funds will benefit other local charities. Email smtxrotary at gmail.com For more information about tickets, that is smtx. R-O-T-A-R-Y at gmail.com. Rotary Casino Night is a great opportunity to have fun, raise money for local charities, and enjoy a fascinating historical facility. See you there. Her voice can call up a ghost and soothe him to rest again. And she'll ease you out of the stress of your work week and right on into your weekend. She's got live and recorded music you want to hear and interviews with people you want to meet. Tune in Fridays, 8 to 10 p.m. for Friday Night with Care, right here on KZSM.org, San Marcos' true community radio station.
0: Yeah, we're back live here in the studio. I got we got talking, and that's that's always that's half the fun. You know that you're, you've got some great guests when you've when you're talking about this. And uh, so I've got uh, Catherine is here uh, with me tonight. uh, uh DeLaudin- I had it at the beginning. De DeLaudin- Nate. I blew it. The <laughs> Latorante It was that R in there that I almost, uh, see, I, I was better at the beginning, and then I just, I got lazy here with my tongue. I don't know. Maybe I just need to go get some water. Um, so Catherine is a young entrepreneur, and she is uh, has a farm, and that farm grows Flowers, and it's called the Sunny Hill Flower Farm, and she has an event that's coming up that they are doing once a year, and it's called Market at the Farm, May 10th through the 11th from 3 p.m. in the afternoon to 8 p.m. at night. You can go out and pick your own flowers, and uh, these are Texas natives, and it's hardy uh, flowers, and it's sustainable. It's just all of these things that Everyone wants, except they just still go out to H-E-B mm-hmm. and they buy the flowers that are the cheaper ones there. Yeah. And I don't know, are, are your flowers that much more expensive than no, anyone they're else's? they're
1: probably cheaper. <laughs> I was just actually at H-E-B. They had this tiny little canning jar for like $18 or something. I thought I would never, never charge that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I this <clears throat> is... How you learn. This is how you know. We we say so much of the time that we want these local businesses, that we want young people, we want the entrepreneurship But do we actually go out there and find them? Do we actually go out and do we talk about them to others? Do you get out there and say, "Hey, I heard about this great place on Rob's We the People the other night." Do you talk to somebody about, "Hey." there's some great places. Let's go down and let's just go stop in down in Luling. Let's go get some barbecue down there. We'll go down to Luling for the weekend. It's going to be beautiful. Let's stop off at the farm over there and let's see what's going on. Okay, you know, these are some things that, folks, this is what's important that we need to do. And we were talking a little bit about your, uh, well, first off, how can people find you on the internet? Huh? That yeah. was your social media and all those other right. good things.
1: Yeah, so if you want to find any kind of social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, it will be Sunny Hill Flower Farm 2023 because I just got it this past year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also my website is SunnyHillFlowerFarm.com um, and we are in Luling, Texas. So I think there might be a, a Sunny Hill Flower Farm in Minnesota or something like that. So you will just, you know, make sure it's in the right state. We're in Texas, folks. Yes, yes. there you go.
0: If you can't tell from the accent. No, she is not Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Big difference there. Somebody liked that one. Uh, But um, I want to kind of go back because, you know, your your bio that you sent me, Mm -hmm. okay, is wisdom from a longtime avid gardener. I like that. And, you know, this is, and what was the other one? If your plant isn't happy, move it and keep moving it until it is in a place where it is happy and growing well. Okay, now this is all passed down from your grandmother.
1: Yes, yep, yep.
0: And those are the quotes that you're passing along. And uh, so she's still with you?
1: No. No. So actually, yeah. So um, I wasn't too old when she actually passed away. So these are things that um, I have left from when my grandmother was alive. Um, So carrying those things with you, I think, is important. So we don't have to have the same mistakes happen again.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also the legacies that are passed along. It's Mm -hmm. the stories. I tell everyone that that is how you will be remembered. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the stories that you pass down, mm-hmm. and it's not always oh those words of wisdom. Okay, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. and it it's all these different things yeah. that our kids and our grandkids, and they may not even just be your family. Yeah, but it's others in your community you impact, that remember yeah. you from mm-hmm. the impact. I yeah. was uh, over at the library yesterday, folks. If you get a chance, stop in the, at the library here. It's always a great place, no matter which town you're in. But there was a um, presentation that they had, books, and they had some things from the Dunbar Center. Uh, it was, uh, uh, or not from the Dunbar, I'm sorry, from the uh, 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 the Calaboose Museum. I had put some things over here for Black History Month, and I got to see a picture over there of Miss Ollie Giles, and I remember, and I just, I, I stopped, and I smiled, because I always remember Miss Ollie would come down to city council, and she would just wag her finger up there at them, and she would be, you know that river is going to flood again. You are letting them build right there, and you know <laughs> that this is going to happen. And I just, you know, shame on you. And I always, that's what I remember is some of these things of Miss Ollie that's no longer with us, but that's still in my mind. Right. And to see her picture there and to see the the legacy. So I Mm -hmm. appreciate with you, with the quotes that you included in the bio here from your grandmother. That one, that's kind of stuck out for me. Yeah. Um, So you started off, you know, you're in high school.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you said, I'm going to
0: be a flower farmer. Okay. (laughs) What did your parents say?
1: Yeah. So actually, my dad encouraged me. He said, I think you need to pursue this. And, and, you know, of course, you as a young person think, well, how? How can I do this? And I thought, well, he's saying I need to right? And listening to people who know you, I think is so important because they can see what you cannot see. Um, They can see the bigger picture. Um, And so I thought, okay, he says this. So I guess I need to just give it my all. And I jumped in like all the way.
0: (laughs) Well, we were talking about that uh, encouragement Mm -hmm. is important that you don't have to, uh, uh, I guess, you know, so much of the time, there's this oh, what are my parents gonna say and right, yeah. you know and and then there's always so much of the time that it's like you've also got the parents man, I wish I could get my kid out the door yeah yeah right yeah and, for sure. uh, but you know you are you know, you're staying around but yeah. you've got you've got something that purpose. you are uh, a purpose and something that you are building.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So sure. where do you see this going? You yeah, know, another <laughs> five years, you know, you've, you've been doing this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I, I don't really know because you never know what the future holds, right? Um, I think there is a sense of taking what comes to you and what doors open. I would have never thought I was putting on a second market at the farm. And I didn't even know last year I was going to do an event at the farm that would probably transform part of what I do at the farm, correct? So, um, you know, this upcoming year, I'm going to be opening the farm every single Friday night from 5 to 7 p.m. for people to come cut their own flowers. Um, and this is just really important for the farm, I think, to grow. Um, but I never thought that's what I would do. I think I thought, oh, I'm not going to do that. That won't work. Um, but you you don't really know. So I think, um, you know, this next five years, I'm not really sure. But um, this coming year, I actually am supplying my first grocery store. So I think that's something um yeah. I will want to pursue for sure.
0: Where's it going to be at?
1: Uh Lockhart, Texas, at Good Things Grocery.
0: Uh, there you go. Yeah, see, yeah. let's let's promote those things. That's yeah. what we want to know about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, we'll have to see, find you someplace up here in San Marcos, yeah. too. So, um, now, do you go out and do the farmers markets at different places as well?
1: Yeah. So, I actually don't do farmers markets as it, you know, is hard to work with schedule in life. Um, so, that isn't something I have tapped into yet. No. No, that's yeah, fine. Yeah.
0: I just, everyone is going to ask. Um, right. And <laughs> I, so if someone wants to say, I want to get a bouquet of flowers down yeah. there. I want to get some things. So they can just find you on uh, on your social media, find you on the yeah, website yeah. and get in touch with you and set something up. Absolutely.
1: Then. Yeah. So if you go on my website, um, you will see an ordering page. Um, and then it will have like our farm style flowers, which you can order through season. I'll give you the season dates. Um, and then you can also, my number's right on there. A lot of people call me to do, you know, fruit funerals or weddings, events, that type of thing. Um, and yeah, we totally can connect there.
0: You can do that.
1: Yes, and see, I love it,
0: I, you, folks. You don't know how, how big that smile is. She's just having so much fun being here tonight. I love it. That always makes it easy. But I I do want to tap into because you are very uh, upfront about your spirituality and how important that is to you as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, you know people will ask me, oh, "Wow, you just must be so happy because you get to deal with flowers all day." And it is so true because I do get to deal with flowers, but in everybody's job, the, as fun as it might be, there is the hard work, right? There is the the bad day, the customer that says, "I don't like your flowers, and I'm not going to buy them." Um, and and what do you do with that? Um, but what I love is I get to deal with God's creation, what he designed um, every single day. That is something that he made for us. And um, that's why it brings joy, right? It's because it's what we're destined to see all the time. It's the beautiful thing, right? Um, And so that's what helps me go forward is God has predetermined everything, the farm failures, the successes, the me being here tonight on the radio. Um, And so I think that, Um, that is what keeps me going is trusting that he's got a plan and, um, it is all for my good, even the bad parts.
0: Sure, and yeah. uh, part of that plan was for you calling us up on one yeah. random morning and talking to this guy that you're know, like, I don't know what I'm calling you for or why, <laughs> but exactly I, I, I do think that we're, and I said, sure, I think we got something going here. Yeah, and then yeah. I, and I had you send me an email, and it kind of got lost in there too, and I'm sorry I because I, I was looking, where is this, where is this? Oh, shoot, here, it had gone into <laughs> one of our filters. so uh, yeah. But uh, good to have you in tonight. So yeah, sure. Catherine uh, de yes and i see at that time i got it i so. know
1: you're getting there
0: <laughs> I, I, I just got to make sure that tongue's loosened up a little bit more i didn't do my exercises before i started that's a whole other story for another show um but i'm glad that you came on with the people yeah, here tonight too. and yeah. folks here is just one more inspirational story about how you can get involved in the community to make a difference and this is through
1: flowers yeah Right. beautiful okay. beautiful thing to be through
0: <laughs> a, a great way to do that and yeah. I wish you the best of uh, success Thank you. and Thank best you. of luck keep us posted we'll be yeah. uh, letting everybody know about this yeah. but why don't you give everybody one more time the spiel about the market at uh, and how people can find you
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so market at the farm is, um, uh, market at the farm ag weekend, May 10th through the 11th from three to 8. PM each evening. This is where we will have 30 vendors that are in trade, um, ag, small businesses, and, uh, like an expo type for the family to enjoy. We'll have live music throughout the whole event. Um, and this is where you get to come to the farm and cut your own flowers and visit the vendors and hear all this beautiful music. It's all for the family, for friends to come hang out. Um, and enjoy the outdoors May 10th through the 11th.
0: All right. So thank you very much for coming in tonight, Catherine, and uh, to your mother as well for coming up here. And uh, I hope you all have a safe drive back down to Luling and appreciate that. We'll, we'll uh, keep us uh, posted on all what's right, going sure on. And folks, yes, we do have a lot of great things that are going on around us. It's not all about development, it's not all about, you know, we're still Central Texas. We still got roots, we still go back how do we go in ahead and work with people and that's the important thing how do we build community and it is up to the youth I mean you know I'm listen I you all know I talk about I'm 58 years old feeling a heck of a lot older I wear this long beard that makes me look a heck of a lot older but how many more years am I going to have where, where you know what can I do so you know we if we can go and we can pass that along but also if we find these, very positive things that are going on. We encourage that. We help get the word out. That's how we build community. That's how you do it. This is why it's called We the People. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back with you here for the last half hour of the show. We've got a whole bunch of things that we're going to be talking about going on around town. And yes, hopefully everybody's phones are working, solar flares are down, or whatever the heck is going on. We'll get our tinfoil hats out and talk about that when we come back. Can talk about the Kanban. Yes, my folks down in are so happy downstream from us that uh, we got a win on that one, or they got a win on that. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. And again, this is. Political Commentary Show, The Music Express. On this show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTX CRA. Folks, we have started early voting for the Democratic and Republican primaries. Get out and vote. Yes, if you've been listening to the show, you know how important it is and how you can make a difference. So take advantage of that. Get out there. Whether, "Eh, I'm not going to vote Democrat, I'm not going to vote Republican. Folks, this is where it makes a difference. Get out there. Find out. You still got time. We're not down to the end yet. You can find out who these people are here in Hayes County that you need to vote for.
3: Join us for Classic Rides on El Camino Real, taking place at historic Hayes County Courthouse in San Marcos, Texas, on the last Sunday of every month from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. Classic Rides on El Camino Real will be a showcase of cool local cars, bikes, and trucks. They'll also have a variety of food vendors and a swap meet offering something for everyone. For more info or to register to show your cool ride, navigate your browser to hayesclassicrides.com.
0: This is coming up pretty quick. So this is the 39th annual Great Texas River Cleanup. Join them on March 2nd. Registered volunteers check in at your watershed headquarters, meet your team leader, grab supplies, and enjoy a free breakfast taco and pizza lunch. Help keep San Marcos beautiful and environment healthy. Event shirts and giveaways are available first come, first serve. You can get more information at txrivers.org. Be there and help keep our city beautiful. Hi there.
2: I have a question for you. Does music make you tap your toes or does music soothe you? Come join me at kzsm.org at the Celtic Corner every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. and see if the music that I play for you soothes you or makes you tap your toes. See you then. Hi, I'm Kylie Rose KB. Join
4: me at KZSM Kids. We're going to talk about how we can make the world a better place. Sundays, 12.30. Join me at 104.1 KZSM. What's in the Daily News? I'll tell you what's in the Daily News. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the Daily News.
2: Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.SanMarcusRecord.com or call 512-392-2458.
0: All right, I'm back with you here in the studio. You got Rob Burke with you here on We the People on a Friday night. We do this every Friday night from 7 until 8 o'clock. Yes, we've got our fans that listen in out there. No, I'm not going to sing to you tonight. But, uh, yeah, no, you don't want me to say. But if you do come out Sunday. We do have karaoke. I'm going to be out here at the Farmer's Market. Not the Farmer's Market. Tomorrow morning, you can come down to our Farmer's Market here 9 o'clock until 1 o'clock down on the square. They've got music. Usually, they have some great live music down there. E.T. and Yantra may be down there. I don't know who's playing tomorrow, but it's it's this great jam of different people that come out. Uh, We've got local uh, farmers there as well that uh, sell. Um, But It's also a good way to meet your community. And then uh, we've got over at Wonder World Cave. I'm going to be up there on uh, tomorrow and on Sunday uh, with the uh, flea market. So uh, come on by. Say hey. Wiz will be out there with you, as we do on the weekend. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Get out there, folks, and enjoy. The uh, river is going to be uh, packed. It was packed here this last couple days as everyone's getting out. But you will now only have to be able to have single-use containers. It's called, in New Braunfels, they called it the Kanban. And there was a lot of pushback here for a long time. But I think the momentum finally got going with some of the folks from down at the Martindale uh, area and on the Martindale City Council. uh, Last year, uh, they came up and just packed the uh yeah there was a couple different issues that were going on but it was just great to see all of these people from the area and from there to come in and to talk about that can ban and so the city uh, council went off looked at it and they brought it back up for a vote and so uh it is single-use containers okay so are banning single-use containers so we we didn't have glass right you couldn't have the glass in the river but the amount of lumen amount of things that we had so now you have to take and you're going to have to pour those into sealable cups that you have uh the tubers uh, the tube rental companies uh which is the lions club here in san marcos uh will be giving people instructions on that, about how to use it. But it is a way to try to reduce the waste that we have in, the, um, in our rivers, and especially as we come up on the holidays. So one of the things that happened this last week, and then uh, today was the last day, and I think you still maybe even have a little bit of time tonight, that if you need to uh, get some information information, yeah, go, yeah, I think it is going on up until tonight here, uh, before they shut that down, is the, uh, oh, there it is, the uh, uh, comprehensive plan survey that is at visionsmtx.com, and you can go on ahead and say what your feelings are about that. It's going to be interesting to see. So this Vision SMTX, we've talked about this. This is the comprehensive plan, has not been updated since 2013. The some of the local real estate interests, not everybody, uh, got uh, some outside um, uh, pack to come in here and to, well, not to come in, let me rephrase that. They went and hired an outside pack to go and make phone calls and to try to get the city council to say no to this plus plus plan. Well, city council didn't, and they said we're going to go off and we're going to basically put it on hold and we're going to think about it. And so they. this is how they're doing that is by putting it out there to everybody is that we want the feedback. So there's been a lot of push in the background to for those that are saying yes for the plus-plus plan and no for the plus-plus plan. And what is the plus-plus plan? Well, that was where we had a – and it came through after all of these years of development from staff and from people. And there was a lot of talk about that staff really wasn't listening to everyone, that they were only listening to certain people and that the real estate interests were being, uh, were being heard. And one of the biggest things is about rent, uh, 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 rent uh, uh, by the room. Okay, And that is one of the big issues uh, here, especially around the downtown area and uh, in around the university. And there's all sorts of things about that. We've had some folks from the uh, Renters uh, um, Alliance uh, that have been uh, in here to talk about that. There's a lot of uh, pushback on the North Lindsay Street apartments we've talked about. So it is a big issue. Right now, And so it's going to be interesting to see after all this is uh, everyone's opinions are in there and to see what happens. So if you haven't done that, folks, today is the last day. So I'm assuming up until midnight tonight, but uh, we'll see. I'll I'll check in here in just a few minutes. But uh, go to, um, uh, I had that just again and I lost that. Uh, Sorry about that. VisionSMTX.com. So go check that out. Also wanted to let you know about the Kiwanis. We're going to be recording this a little bit later on tonight here sometime in the next couple days. Pancake Day is going to be on March 9th coming up. That's going to be 7.30 a.m. to 12 noon. And that is going to be the location. It's right across the street from us here at the First United Methodist Church. That is on 129 West Hutchinson Street. Uh, And that is going to be in the Fellowship Hall. And your support helps Kiwanis serve the children of our community. community you're going to be having pancakes and sausage breakfast family friendly atmosphere music entertainment ticket prices are free but donations are accepted and appreciated 100% of the donations goes back into the San Marcos community with focus on helping kids come hungry and leave happy meet your community meet your neighbors it's one of those great things that we have here in order for you to do that um And let's see here. I'm going through a couple of the things that I had while I'm getting ready for the next break here. Um, And we have had, again, I had talked about the early voting uh, locations. Uh, Folks, just as a note for you, yes, you are not doing early voting over at the government center any longer. One of the problems that we were running into was, A, parking. And with all of the folks that we have to have come in for the jury pools and for uh, getting in and out, and plus it was security and a lot of security concerns there, Uh, the political signs, the whole nine yards. So it has now been moved. Right, so it is now on Hunter Road. So if you go down Wonderworld uh, from I-35, or if you just go out on Hopkins, it turns into Hunter, and right just past Wonderworld, and it used to be Dick's Car Museum. Well, the county bought that. A lot of people think that. Wow, we spent a little bit more than we should have on that, but okay, uh, it's for another night. But that is where the, uh, uh, the new um, county elections office is at. That is where you can early vote here in the San Marcos area. There's, uh, we've got uh, Sid now, and her out in Uland. Uh, out there they've got uh, going on there is uh, over as a whole bunch of uh, places go check those out you can go look those up on the county website and we'll uh, help you out if you've got any questions you can email us kcsm sam marcos at gmail.com and also coming up too if you didn't catch Jim talking about it there just a little bit ago uh, the 39th annual Great Texas River cleanup is coming up you can join us at the uh, on March 2nd registered volunteers so you do need to register ahead of time you can check in at your watershed uh, HQ so you get to choose which watershed you're going to and I remember back to the day where I'd go down and they say okay well You're going here and you're going here, and we'd go over, and then we'd be working. And then it would be like, wait a minute, you know, we got to come back for food. We only had a little bit of time, but we would still get all of this stuff up out of these places. And everyone at the originally, when I first started this back in oh, I want to say I did my first river cleanup probably sometime back in 2004, 2005. Uh, We were going up. You know, that was when it was all right there on the river. But there was a few places that said, wait a minute, we need to get up Willow Creek. We need to get up to some of these other areas. And this is where all the trash was piling up. And what was happening was they'd clean up, and then it would just all wash down into the river. Now, I grew up as a boy scout, and I grew up with my mother being very adamant about recycling. Now, here was my mother. She was a Barry Goldwater girl. Okay, she was a, uh, you know, she was a Midwestern Republican. My dad usually voted Democrat. My dad was the Boy Scout. it was generally, that was the difference between the two of them. You know, they'd equal be even out on their votes. But they were both very conservative in a lot of the values. But yet my mother was definitely for women's rights. My mother was definitely about things are changing in the world. And after my parents got divorced in the 1970s, I got to see about my mother having to restart the life and how things were stacked against her. But we always, no matter what, we'd be going out and cleaning up the neighborhood We'd be going out and picking things up. She would be recycling. And it was always in, in me about how important it is to keep these places and how important it is for the community to have these places. So I try to give that back to people. Now, with my health, I'm not able to get out and do as much as I used to do and push it like I used to when I was in my uh, 40s. But I can tell you about it. I can tell you the stories, and I can tell you about how important it is for us to pass along these stories, like we talked about earlier with Catherine from her grandmother. You know, that the things that got passed along that were important enough for her to write those on. And, you know, is these quotes, okay, is great stuff. Um, and, uh, somewhere there's a video of me, three years old, walking through her herb garden, trying to pronounce the names of the flowers. Okay. These are the things that you can do. You can have your kids and, sh- and get them involved. Maybe it's not your kids. Maybe it's neighbors. All right. We've got the radio station here. Tune in this next Sunday. Kali Rose is going to be starting off a new show. And yes, she is doing it, folks. She is going to be over here getting behind the microphone. She is going to be having so much fun. But the idea of the show, and this is her idea, is that she wants to change the world. At seven years old, I have someone that's 20 that is in here that's wanting to change the world through flowers. How can you change the world? Think about that. It starts right now. When we're in a funk and when we're worried about what's going on, you know, solar flares and whatever is is causing everybody to have angst right now, all of these things, get out there this weekend. Whether you are working or whether you are uh, getting out there and enjoying it, don't be angry. Breathe deep. Hey, the, the cedar isn't there. We got other things that are starting up now. Of course, yeah, this is Texas. We always are going to have, we're always going to have allergies here in Central Texas. But get out there, meet your neighbors, have a good time. Come on, downtown. Tomorrow morning, starting at 9 o'clock over here at the Farmer's Market. Got lots of great things going on. Hey, let's take a quick station ID break and then come back, talk to you for a few more minutes here. Tonight, coming up, we do have an encore presentation of Friday Night with Care. And uh, let's see here. Let's take take a quick break here. Let's see here. Yeah, here's one you can do. Texas
3: Preparatory School San Marcos invites all adults from the community for Walk With Us. Walk With Us is a twice-weekly opportunity for parents, teachers, and San Marcos community members to enjoy the benefits of walking together, engaging in conversations, building meaningful relationships, and strengthening the bonds that make San Marcos such a special place to live. Parents with children attending Texas Preparatory School can trust that their kids will be in capable hands while they enjoy the walk. To walk with us, please join us at 4 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays on our San Marcos campus, located at 400 Euland Road. Texas Preparatory School San Marcos is committed to its mission of enriching lives and empowering its community members. Walk with
4: us is an embodiment of this commitment. Are you interested in receiving information about a free mammogram to check for breast cancer? Community Action Incorporated can arrange for you to receive a free mammogram through one of our local medical partners. If you do not have medical insurance or live in a low-income household, if you're age 50 or older and need to receive your yearly mammogram, or if you're experiencing breast pain or any other concerning breast symptoms, please call us at 512 392-1161, extension 322 for Spanish or 342 for English, or send us an email at services at communityaction.com. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Community Action Incorporated of Central Texas and KZSM Community Radio in San Marcos, Texas.
0: That is us. KZSM Community Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And this is We the People. We do this every Friday night from 7 until 8 o'clock. I invite folks to come in and to talk to you for one hour. We bring up about what's going on in the area. People will send me uh, messages and say, hey, we need to talk about this and what's going on. And so over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, we had AT&T went down. And those cell phone problems Going down caused a big headache for people that need to call nine one one. Why we don't have landlines anymore, and it also affects our uh, call centers. So, if you didn't have AT and T, you may or may not have been affected. I'm still hearing uh, from people that were affected down in uh, along the border. I mean, just I'm hearing all sorts of things, and the news is all over the place on this right now um there was uh unlikely that solar flares cause cell phone outage across u.s NOAA says in uh the north uh the uh, atmospheric uh you know it's the weather okay NOAA's weather uh and then uh there was also uh, the sun just launched three huge solar flares in 24 hours what it means what that effect is on us and you know, and uh, so if you have an emergency, how do you find out what's going on? Well, that's what we're here for. Number one is that uh, we have what's called an FM antenna on top of our roof. Well, wait a minute. I can get everything through my cell phone. No, not if you don't have Internet service. Used to be that you could get FM signals on your phones. We don't have that anymore. They've done away with that. used to be you could plug in a a headphone jack that would work as your antenna, and you could have an FM radio. No, they don't have that anymore on the new phones. So what do you got to do? Well, you got to have batteries. You got to have a radio. Okay, emergencies. We don't think about them until they actually happen. I'll tell you what, those preppers out there, They've been getting a lot of calls from their friends that they hadn't heard from for a while. There's a lot of questions. And all it takes is just these kind of little things like this where we're comfortable. And you upset that comfortableness of our daily routines. A lot of this happened back during COVID. Oh, wait a minute. I've got to get toilet paper. We rushed out. Remember? Remember? Oh, my, we've got to go and stand in line because why? We don't want to run out. Why? Because we were afraid. Why should you be afraid? Do you trust your neighbors? Do you trust your people? Well, if you don't know who they are, no, you're not. Well, it's harder and harder, Rob. We're now up to 78,000 people in San Marcos. It used to be 40,000 just uh, 20 years ago. Okay. Why does that mean that you can't know your neighbors? Why does it mean you can't network? Why does that mean that we have to be scared of what's going on out there? Sure, be aware, be wary, be prepared, situational awareness, all of those things. But compassion, a smile, all of these things go a long ways. Understanding what it is that you need to do to be prepared. Remember I talked about the Boy Scout growing up. My dad was uh, a scout back in the 1930s, back out in uh, the boondocks of Colorado, Trinidad, Colorado. And it was one time that they found this golden eagle and brought it in and rescued it. brought an eagle. I mean a full-size eagle back into town, rescued it, took care of it. And you know in this day and age, oh no, why would you let your boys out doing those kind of things? Well, this is the way it was that you you learned how to do things on your own. This was the generation that went off to war. The generation that, you know, at 18, they had a lot thrust upon them. They came back at 19 and 20, started their lives off already seeing so many things. So we have a solar flare. We've got our phones that go out. Do I have all the answers for you? Was there other things going on? There's all sorts of stuff, folks. We're going to dig deeper into it over the next couple of weeks. We'll be seeing more about it. What, you know, what was the cascading effect of it? Was it, uh, you know, software related? Was it hacking? Who knows? There's so many things. There's so much hacking. There's so many things going on out there. So how do you how do you do that? well folks as long as we've got some electricity we've got a generator we are going to be here at 104.1 we are going to be sending out across the san marcus area get a radio cheap ones are about ten dollars about twenty dollars get some batteries learn how to use an fm radio you don't have them in your car anymore and you definitely most people do not have them around the house that's what we're here for. Glad we are. And we're going to be here with you every week. We're going to be back again next week. This is Rob O'Rourke. Thank you for tuning in to We the People. And go out. Get some batteries. Get some radios. Start thinking about some things. And, uh, yes, talk to your preppers' friends. Tell them, hey, I'm glad you're around. Because why? These are the people that can teach you a few things. You know, the stuff your grandparents used to tell you. Good night, everybody. And coming up right next to us here is Friday Night with Care. Stick around. Woo-woo.